Welcome back to the Backwatch podcast for another week. Well, it's going to be around like every year that shapes finals, maybe even shapes careers, especially for those bottom teams. And it shapes, and it could shape David Teague's tenure as the Carlton character as well after what we've heard after tonight. Adam, how are we? Yeah, nice little summary of that coming around. Plenty to, plenty to watch this weekend. So, shape Hold the off. season. Hold off the press, mate. I'll tell you, Green. Appeal okay. failed. Well, I guess um, when he they went, what did they get him on there? It was intentional after all. Uh, yeah, I said yeah, it was an intentional uh, elbow to the throat. I guess it was a last-ditch Hail Mary attempt from Toby Green, but I guess he has to take his week now. Helps the Tigers, helps your boys. Yeah, we'll probably crack into that game pretty quickly, I think. Uh, Blake will join us probably in the middle of that one, so we'll get into it. Um, here he is now, actually. Uh, how are you, Blake? How are we, boys? Yeah, not bad, mate. Yeah, to start. Going well, mate. Going yeah. to crack straight into it. Uh, Friday night football. The Giants and the Tigers, well, it's the biggest game of the round, uh, the biggest ramifications of the round for sure. Uh, in for the Giants, in comes Adam Kennedy, Daniel Lloyd, Jacob Hopper, Jesse Hogan, Josh Kelly and Shane Mumford. Out go Brent Daniels, Callum Brown, Jake Riccardi, Kieran Briggs, Matt Buntine and Toby Green. Tigers unchanged. It's an interesting one, but as I was saying to you yesterday that you weren't happy about, I just felt like watching Damien Hardwick have a look about where the game has been played really showed a sign of weakness from the Tigers, like they were looking for any advantage possible. So I'm with the Giants now, and I think the Giants have hit a bit of form. Yeah, I mean, like I said about the Hardwick thing, you know, you said it after the Gold Coast game, and that was... We'd lost that game, but I mean, he's been really... um, I suppose he's been steadfast on what he said all year about playing at Marvel, what he, what he feels about it. So well, I don't think the, ob- the obvious bad. is, is like if Richmond come with their best game, they win easily. But we haven't seen that for so long. I just don't know if they're going to pull that out of the hut or not. If they do, they're unbackable. Yeah, just talking on the, on the playing at the Marvel topic, I think Richmond should be happy to play wherever, considering it's Giants home game. Yeah. I mean, there's well, no reason to be not played to be in GWS. So, yeah, it's grateful you're not having to travel into state. So, overall, it's you take what you get. We would rather play into state. We play better there than what we would play at Marvel. Will, you're telling me if you were a player, you'd rather hop on a plane away from your family and go all the way to Sydney to play a game of footy if you didn't have to. Well, mate, if it's generally, if it's a normal season, how many days? Yeah, I can't, I can't fathom that. You would rather hop on a plane. Then just play at Marvel. It's not even that different. I know. It's just a bit. It's, a gra- it's just a bit drier. It's just a ground. It's ground for football. Yeah. Other teams seem to play. I think it's just a bit of a cop out. I wouldn't accept that. I and think Richmond, Richmond show up. I, don't, I think Richmond play alright at the end anyway. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't think they play bad and don't have yeah. losing records there over the previous seasons. I think and, it's just a cop out. And the way, the way Richmond, up. the way Richmond has been playing, I think the smaller ground suits them because Richmond have not been playing that well and they've been pretty slow. So I think. The smaller ground might suit so. I don't think we're smart. Even when we're playing bad, we don't think it's smart. That's not a criticism. I think, I think it's slow. I think all the old ages, mate. Fans uh, either. So I just don't understand what's the gripe at all. It's a game of football. Every it's ground, weakness to me, boys. Every 50-meter arc is the same length. The square's the same. It's just, just go out there and play some football. Your coach is too worried about having a fisty cuss with Brownie. No, that's all. Yeah, oh, geez, that was, that was big news this week. 
I don't know what that's all on about. Seriously, it's the worst pissing contest I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I agree. Uh, anyway, it's with a all that measuring contest. Um, the inside, oh, I think Richmond will lose it on the inside. Uh, ranked 18th in clearance this year. The Giants ranked fourth. Jacob Hopper's just a contested ball pig. He comes back in, and I think he'll absolutely destroy us this week. Well, there might be a chance if Jack Graham like plays like he did in that second half. Well, yeah, we need we need either Cochin to be at his absolute best, wind back the clock, or for best Jack Graham, Shea Bolton, and Liam Baker to really get on top in that midfield. And I just think. I think Blake, Baker will play midfield this week, uh, and I think he, he he's the chance. I think if he has one of those games, like he did against the Giants earlier in the season when he had 33 and kicked two, I think if he plays like that, we probably go a long way to winning the game. But... Bolton's, like, trailed off a little bit. Um, is cost, is um, Cochin going to play on next year? Yeah, yeah, they think he's going to play, yep. Yeah. Oh, just wondering. Oh, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I think that's where the game will be won and lost. I think... With Green going out, I think where Richmond's strength is, I still think Foston and Grimes can come across and really intercept Mark and even Sydney stack and Rioli comes across and Mark's a lot too. Now, so I think they well, can hit Mark and then rebound. But The difference with GWS this week is that instead of having one one big forward to cover, they got two. So Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's a big thing as well. They got Winch and Rewald. The way Winch is playing now, I wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't have no confidence in him actually playing a good game. Yeah, but you can never really rule Lynch out because he's capable of just putting on five or six. He can put three on in a quarter. Like even, that. even in Lynch's bad games, he still bobs up with the, if he's one or two goals. Yeah. So I mean, he's, he's, he's shot always, you in the foot against Frio. He's always, a, <laughs> he's always a threat. Yeah. Uh, so what's our prediction for this one, boys? Uh, GWS by three goals. <clears throat> I think Richmond win this one. I was with Richmond until I saw Damien Hardwick have a sook, and then that just to me showed us an early sign of weakness. And I think they're checked out. So for me, for the Giants seem to um, a lot of the talking coming out of pre last week's game. They really saw themselves as the underdog taking on Geelong, and it kind yeah. of rallied them. Especially at our talking about the ice hockey game between USA and USSR. Uh, I think that built them up, and it'll be kind of a bit of a letdown the following think, week. So that's why I'm going with Tigers. GWS looked like hungry. Um, yeah, they, they built themselves up for it, yeah. So, generally, when you build yourself up one, can you can you build yourself up the following week under different circumstances? I'm not sure. It is going to be a good game because so much is on the line. I think it's going to be a real contested, like, just really hard game. I think Giants will win by about 45. <laughs> you just uh, like being yeah. pessimistic, typical Richmond supporter. No, we'll get smacked. They're all the, all the kids. You'll be like, oh, GWS by 45, but... Live in the group chat, fucking caps lock, caps lock, caps lock, losing it. I'm, I'm still going to be angry about losing. I think we're better than that. we're playing at the moment. It's just horrible football. We're going to good luck. What's the next game? Uh, Hawthorne and the Bulldogs. Well, uh, I in think the Bulldogs are under the pump. They, they need to bring some form back. They're gonna they're due for a smacking the dogs. So, Dylan Moore goes out for the whole thing out for them. Right, he's playing. Um, yeah, in comes Alex Keith, the Bulldogs, Cody Waitman, Nathan Vandermeer, yeah, Wallace Young and Mitch Hannon, Algo Ed Richards, Jamara Hagen, Josh Bruce, Josh Shackey, Rourke Smith and Anthony Scott. Yeah, well, right. Alex Keith is a really big in for them. Yeah, uh, Waitman as well, good. he's been playing well. And I like Vandermeer's football as well, so I think they're pretty, pretty good in for the Bulldogs, especially when facing Bruce out. It's a big loss. I wonder who's going to sit in their forward line to take his space. 
The pressure on Norton now is huge, but people do forget Vandermeer is like really good at finding space and getting on the lead. Yeah, I like um, Vandermeer as a footballer, so but uh, is they're, they're going on the size. Yeah, they're going to have yeah, to you're just, really... You're losing contests. They're going to have to really find the lead up. I think that's what they're going to have to try to focus on or make sure Norton gets to every contest and just brings it down. Do you think possibly they sacrifice playing a ruck around the ground and put Tim English forward? No. Nah. You think they're good enough to beat Hawthorne's mid without a ruckman? Yeah, yeah, I think they'll beat their midfield anyway. Who's but... their tallest midfielder? Who? Bull, uh, Bulldogs. Bon and Pally. Bon. No, I think I you're going to might see Bon and Pally yeah, move forward. Yeah, I think Bon and yeah. Pally, you reckon? He'll yeah, he'll go forward for sure. And Dunkley will play midfield and serve half back. Yeah, and Jamal will play more in there too. Yeah. I just don't think Bon Pally is going to, like, bring, like, Create a big aerial contest though to get the ball to ground every time. No, they'll try to get him deep. I think I try to oh, isolate him one on one. How long is Stephen Martin out for? No, he's supposed to be back next week. Because if he comes back in, they can play English forward. Um, yeah, I, think I, I said this at the start. Yeah, I said Stephen Martin goes down. I reckon it's a big loss for them because that second ruckman, really, especially in finals, um, they're going to need especially him. for English they really as well. Need him. They really, yeah. really need Stefan Martin back now so they can put English forward. Because English is a dangerous forward. So he's shown that. And that's I probably going to be their go-to. I think Cordy will be the one that goes into the ruck. But then it really uh, leaves him vulnerable down back, considering Hawthorne's got those three tools and uh, Lewis. Yeah. He's getting a big boy or Seagull down there too most of the time. Well, they got Keith back, right? So Keith, Keith, Keith is a good in. He, he's been at a very good year, Keith, but... He does having Keith back does settle him down, but yeah, if you're moving Cordy out of there, you're putting more pressure on those other guys. You think that's I why guess... Lewis Young has come into the team to play that role Cordy does if he goes in the ruck? I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to put Bont around the ruck a little bit. They're tallest mid. He's done it before. He could be around the ground ruck, but they get desperate. I guess ruck is in the end. You can just play to their ruckman and just take their hitouts, but. It's an interesting uh, discussion regarding the Bulldogs forward setup. Well, they, they haven't, they, they haven't brought in a natural. Yeah, they're, they're restructuring. They haven't brought in a natural center forward to replace Bruce or full forward to replace Bruce. Yep. Well, okay. the dogs still. I think they're going to get it done by about five goals. So. Yeah, I'm saying dogs by about five goals. Yeah, I think the same. So um, now that means they're going to get done. Better put some money on. <laughs> That was the other week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the uh, next game, which is the Cats and the Saints. Uh, horrible time slot. We'll talk about that a bit later. And, uh, oh, I'm so week. angry. This was originally, they had this a Saturday night, and this is yeah, a prime was, time game. If you're going to have prime time, you can't have Sydney North at prime time. Anyway, well, um, yeah, so in for the Saints, Daniel Hanover and Dougal Howard. Out goes Dara Joyce and Jack Vital and Leo Connolly goes out as well, injured. But it's uh, cats, some huge ins for the Cats. Isaac Smith comes back in. Jeremy Cameron comes back in. Lockie Henderson comes back in. And Mark O'Connor comes in. Out goes Gary Rowan, Quinton Arkell, Zach Dewey, Jordan Clark, and Nathan Kruger. Yep. Um, yep. Is, so I just want to alliterate that Conley to get 15 disposals last week was not all my fault. <laughs> he was concussed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. He played like he was in cuss, mate. So, you know, you're um, be, you know, when did he get, get cuss, mate? When he was drafted? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I'm wondering if Dangerfield is actually playing or if they're just like playing games. 
Well, you know, so loves the late change. Sorry, I wouldn't be surprised if there's one or two late changes in this team. No, I think Dangerfield will come out for Narkle. Yeah, probably. but then yeah, someone like I think, I'll, I'll probably something like that will happen. I don't think Dangerfield's playing. Um, like just don't know how he's going. If it's fine, it's fine. But if it's not, then yeah. But didn't they say it was fractured? Nah, it's not fractured. Bruised. Bruised. Oh, I mean, they say that. I don't know. I'm not. I I'm think, not I think Francis Evans might be a late in as well, because Dallas was banged up last week, so I'll, I'll I might be looking at that one too. It's interesting. I think this game's gonna go real close. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I think this game's gonna be really close. I think yeah. St Kilda could bring the pressure, and it definitely. If any team who brings the pressure and brings the attacking game and attacks Geelong at the front. And limits their ability to get control of the game. Of course, it's going to be close. Can St Kilda maintain that pressure? We've the seen them bring is, it before. The problem is with St Kilda, like um, the last two times we've played Geelong, they've really struggled. Like they've let like the good ball users get a hold of us, like Mingola, and then Tom Stewart's just dominated us every time off half back. Yeah. Um, St Kilda so, last few times, yeah, they've Geelong just controlled the game. It's got the yeah, game our pressure is just not good enough. But I, think, marks. Yeah, I think with finals on the line, it's going to be a different story. I think it's going to be a real close game. Uh, for my uh, two observations, I think uh, I can't see the Saints troubling the Cats. Not with the end. I think Jeremy Cameron's just uh, Cameron Hawkins, just too big, too strong, too powerful. Though. And he, I think Asava, I think he could have a real big day. He's a bit of form lately, Asava, and he's going to get one of Wilkie or Highmore, and he's going to have all the height on him. So, Well, he really also, I think we're going to get a hold of them in the ruck. And don't forget, is, is Ryder back in for us? Uh, no. Okay, no, we're done. <laughs> no. Ryder's, that's Shalom's weakness, ruck, so. Yeah, but I think no, Ryder would have made a difference because Ryder's ability to get into the defence and help out is really strong. So without Ryder, it's that's um yeah, yeah we're in trouble. <laughs> um, the only way once again, like last week, is by winning out of the midfield. So yeah. unless we can do that, it's going to be a tough ask. Pressure and at the midfield win the contest and on the way out get a bit of a slingshot game plan going. Get behind Geelong's zone, you can win because you yeah. have the smalls and the pace to do it. But if, if Geelong win the midfield and get the ball in their hands from uncontested marks, I think it'll be a, a low, it'll be a drury game for Saints because they won't be able to well, impact this yeah. going another way. All right, say you put Wilkie onto, um, Wilkie is too slow for um, Hawkins and Cameron, and Dara Joyce is even slower. So I just don't, I don't really think see. He's it. too slow for Hawkins. What are you talking about? Oh man, I don't. Hawkins, know. the way he's been moving, he's been moving like a bloody semi truck. But the thing about Hawkins, he's much bigger and stronger though. Yeah, that's the that's where Hawkins will get him. So he got away with Franklin because Franklin was probably needing the lead a little bit last week, Wilkie. But being outmatched and outmuscled, it's like Webster and Sinclair will have a huge role because they need to get back as their third man. Yeah. Any of these one on one contests, you get a third man in, you can neutralize it a lot. You might find it to be a game. Going to have a big game, I reckon. It yeah, might be a game where, players like that. It might be a game where St Kilda really clog up the back half. Yeah, well, we've seen in the past couple of weeks that's happened What's a lot. The weather? What's the weather going to be? Yeah, uh, fine. Yeah. As I say, not it wouldn't really matter. Jeremy Cam- Jeremy Cameron's good in, in any weather. So. The way the weather's been recently, you can't predict it. Yeah. So no. Hanbury, what what happened with Hanbury? He's in. No, he's, he's, he's on the wing. On team yeah. shirt. I'm not bored. I'm, I don't know if they're going <laughs> to. They say they're going to play him. 
You claim he does a hammy in the first quarter. We're done. No, you have your medical yeah. sub for that now, though, don't you? So, yeah, yeah, you just sub them off. It wouldn't be a big loss, really. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a bit worried about Saints now. Riders not playing, so. Anyway, what's the uh, predictions for this one? Uh, I'm just going to say it with my heart. <laughs> St Kilda by 17 points because they're desperate. Oh, I'm going Geelong by six goals. Yeah, I'm going to say you don't get six goals. Right Geelong by about 44. All right, whatever you say. I think it'll be close for a while, but then they'll run away with the way. Uh, Port Adelaide and Carlton is the next game at the Adelaide. Just one thing, don't forget St Kilda probably should have won by about 10 goals the first game. But And another thing here is uh, Geelong's got a really tall back line compared to St Kilda's forward line. So I'll, I'll, that'll be interesting. So I mean, the eyes a lot going forward. They can't be yeah. bombed away or something. And they've got, to get it, they've got to get the slingshot going and get the smalls behind the Geelong tolls. Yeah, uh, in a way, you can get it. You can bomb it, but if you bomb it, King needs to have just be everywhere. Like he well, just one, more to mention, one more thing to mention is, I don't know if, if Max King is going to play. Because don't think he went down to the ruins with a groin last week. You're telling me that groin yeah, is that's true. And is St Kilda really going to risk playing that one of their most key roles going forward into the future to do a groin like Danaher and all these people do, like um Matt Crouch? A groin can do ya for a year if you do it. So are they really going to play Max King with a sore groin? I wouldn't play him if the season's most likely dead, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... That's, that's a good observation. I was surprised he was picked, considering I, I, he did think, come off. I think he's not going to play. I think we're, we're playing cheeky buggers. I think everyone's playing cheeky buggers with Dangerfield and with Max King. Sam Powerpepper's been omitted. Watch Carlton try and play for Teagsy. It's clashing with the Geelong game, isn't it? Yeah. Same yeah. time. Jeez, what, um, what's going on? Harry McKay's injured out. Jack Giovanni injured out. William Jones injured as well. Our incomes with Brody Kemp. They've raved about Brody Kemp and he'll play his first game. And Mitch McGovern comes in for the Blues. This could get ugly, this one. Really, really ugly, really, really quickly. I think it could be like 10 goals quarter time in this. It'll be an absolute hammering. Yeah, I, don't I can't say it goals quarter time, but uh, what, 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 what's making you think that? I just don't think Carlton are going to show up. I think they've checked out. They know Teague's going to get the sack. They'll know tonight. And well, that'll be posted. Yeah, if he's going to get the sack, what have they been posted by now? What, they're going to do a last-minute press conference tomorrow morning? No, I think they, they won't make the press conference, but the players themselves will know that. Why, why, why are they going to sack him now? There's no, yeah, well, no point. Two rounds left. There's two rounds left. This is, it's just silly. It's not like yeah, it's but, it's, but if the players know internally that he's not going to be there next year, what motivation do they have to, to win this game? Maybe to play for your fucking right, pride. No? Yeah, play for pride. Who likes losing? Like, I don't, Carlton I, don't I, play for pride, though. Why don't they ever play for pride? <laughs> it's just playing group. Like, really. well, they, they thought they played for pride when they got that one win. I don't know. Sandwich if, between if two player, terrible losses. If you're a player getting paid that much money and that's your mentality, that means you don't give a shit about your supporters or your club. Like, if I was a player like that, it doesn't matter where we are on the ladder. You play with your heart because you care about the fans because the fans is what's keeping your club running, so. Well, I agree, but I just don't know what Carlton do really care, to be honest. I have moments where I think they don't. Yeah. I do well, think Port Adelaide are going to get them, though. I, I do think Port Adelaide win. I don't think it'll be 10 goals in a quarter. We haven't seen a loss like that all year. I reckon they're going to put up a fight just for Teasy. Yeah. Well, so they put up a fight for Teasy. They probably should keep him. Is there any better option out there if Clarkson's not the coach of Carlton? Well, that's year? the thing. 
Clarkson must must be going there if Teagsy is going to retire. If they're getting rid of, rid of Teagsy now, well, yeah, then maybe obviously Clarko is going there because you're not going to withdraw him for anyone else at the moment unless maybe Ross Lyon. I I'm mean, just thought thing... what the review said though. The review said he's a useless coach. Well, he's a useless coach and he's stacking for anyone. Yeah. Look, I don't want to kick a, kick a bloke when he's down, but he is shit. <laughs> oh, I don't think he's that bad of a coach. I think they've set him up to fail. I think he's been there for 40 games. Which coach after 40 games is a good coach? I've said this once and I've said this before. He's got no oomph about him. He's a bit of a softie. Yeah, he's, I think that's true, to be honest. He doesn't cut it with, with grown men, especially when you've got young kids and the hype's getting to them and they're getting all this money. You need a coach that's just going to put a stamp on things. That's why I think Russ Lyon would be good for the club, but I have a feeling Russ Lyon could be. I think um, that from what I've seen from Carlton, even if they get up for Teagsy, I think that's a sim- like it's symbolic of the Cardinals this list problems. They get up, they decide when and when they want to play, which is uh, non-negotiable. So I wouldn't even accept that. If they got up for him, I'd be even more upset if they got up and tried to win for him because what you're doing all year. So for me, that wouldn't cut. If I was in that review, even if they got a win, I would still sack him. That was, was the review. Yeah, I do agree. Though. I just think that they're um they need... I mean, talking about the actual game, I think Wines and Cripps are probably the big battle. Um, then, really, after that, you go both on probably Walsh. And then, Port Adelaide just got more depth through that midfield. Dan Houston's had a good season. Amon's had a good season. Uh, Willem Drew. I think he's a pretty underrated player, Willem Drew. He's to contest the ball, but he battles a lot. Uh, he's, he's just one of those players in the midfield. I think that's what every premiership team or really good team has. Um, and then you got, oh, you know, forward on. Oh, I don't see how the Jones coming out, they're just small. I think Weeding will play on Dixon, and that'll probably match that up. I think Georgia Artist could really get off the chain on someone like a Lockie Plowman. Um, they just look a long way back, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think matchups, matchups wise, the back line actually seems okay because I think Weedering can hold his own on Dixon. And although Plowman isn't a superstar, Georgia Artist isn't exactly big either, so. I think that's could be. I think the matchups all right. They got nah, small defenders. Have to be honest, but oh, Paul's not an AFL standard, but it's no, not like he's giving up. Well, Adam said he's not good at defending. Who's he going to play? One of Rosie, Rosie Butters, or, or Gray. Ah, uh, well, I think they both get a hold of him. I think Nick Tom Williamson's probably going to have to play Robbie Gray. Stop, stop good. I like Stocker as a player so far. Yeah, not a great kick to me, but um, yeah. Uh, we'll go. So, what's your prediction for this one? Well, I'm predicting Port Adelaide because they're just going to go back to their flat tracking specialties, and, and I think they'll win by six or seven goals. I think yeah, Port by yeah, ten goals plus it'll be hammering this one. Uh, Bates is having some technical difficulties, so hopefully he comes back soon. Uh, we'll go to the next game. Uh, Brisbane versus Collingwood at the Gabba. Uh, it's an interesting game, this one. Uh, Rocky Neal and Darcy Gardner. Darcy Gardner, then Rocky Neal, two big ins for the Lions. Mitch Robinson's injured and Reese Matt. For the Pies, Isaac Quainer goes out. So does Jeremy Howe and John Noble. In comes Josh Dacos and Nathan Murphy. Uh, Dacos getting recalled is interesting after being dropped earlier in the year. He hasn't got a game yeah. in a while. I thought he was playing okay before he got dropped, but uh, you know, fair enough, he comes back in. Nathan Murphy's done absolutely nothing to suggest that he's AFL standard for mine. Oh, I agree. I mean, it's hard for teams like Colin. They do. They're playing a lot of a lot of young guys. 
Well, they've tried. They've tried a lot of young guys. Yeah, I do agree with that. But yeah, um, I think yeah, well, matchups wise, um, Brisbane sort of match up okay. I think Collingwood will probably get them in the midfield a little bit when you look at the team sheet. But apart from that, Brisbane very dominant. Everywhere else on the ground. Yeah, I think uh, Harris Andrews could have a really big day in this yeah. game. Harris Andrews, he's got no natural. Well, his natural matchup is going to be Darcy Cameron, and Cameron's best advantage is height. And Andrews can just with those inspected gadget arms just spoil everything away from him. So yeah, I, I see uh, this could get ugly. This one, I, I think Brisbane. Although Collingwood, they had a poor week last week, they might want to bounce back. I think Brisbane's trying to hit their straps for finals. I don't see them drop this one. It may not be a smacking, but I, I don't think Brisbane will ever be challenged. Yeah, I agree with that too. I think uh, Brisbane will probably just control the game and then they'll just uh, uh, they'll bowl them away late, most likely, I think. So I'm going Brisbane by six, seven goals. I want Brisbane by like five goals. Yeah. I'll go to the next game and uh, I think we could have a big upset on, the, on our hands here. North Melbourne play Sydney uh, up at the, uh, down at Marvel, sorry. Um, Charlie Coman comes in for his debut for North. Jack Marty goes out injured. From the Swans, out goes Jake Boyd, Lance Franklin, Dylan Stevens, And in comes Hayden McLean, Lewis Malikin and Braden Campbell. But I just think this is a game where North could get Sydney. I think Sydney might be a little bit vulnerable headed towards the finals. Maybe it was a few of those young guys. Yeah, might sorry. Be struggling. sorry, boys. Oh, good, mate. Uh, just on good the uh, North Melbourne Sydney game now. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to so, be a 60-point 60, um, 60 win for Sydney. Oh, geez, We're very different here, aren't we, Adam? Just joined yeah. in. H- hasn't heard yeah, you, you, yeah. Blake's got the complete opposite view to William. I think I'm thinking Sydney will win as well. Oh, I but... think Sydney. Um, yeah, I just think that they're going to find their form. I, I don't think Longmire's going to be happy, and I think I don't know. I just think that Sydney is going to pick them apart. I think North is going to want to try and play quick against Sydney, but I don't think playing quick against Sydney is an advantage because Sydney is just as quick and they're just slick. And I think I think they I think Buddy's going to have a big one too. Yeah. Is Buddy out? Jake Lloyd and Buddy Franklin and Dylan Stevens all out. Yeah, no, I'm still going. Wait, say that again. Stevens is admitted. So he's not out. Dylan, Dylan Stevens admitted. Uh, Jake Lloyd injured. Wayne Franklin managed. Okay, so they're not gone. So they've already obviously ruled out top four and they're resting their players. They'll still win. I just think uh, North Melbourne, I think the one area you can get the Swans is in clearance. And I think uh, Jai Simpson's having a good season. Oh, well, you know, I want an apology. I want an apology from you. The fact that you keep backing them every week means they're much better than what you have said they were going to be. And that means I was right. And you made fun of me, laughed at me. You should say to me, Blake, you were right. They've improved a lot. They were. No, I still don't know if they're going in the, in the right direction. I just think it's a game where the upset can happen. Say, I'm not say, to say, Blake, say Blakey boy. Blakey boy, my friend. You were right. You were right about North Melbourne. I'm, I'm not saying you're right. I'll, I'll tell you you're right in two years that they're actually uh, contending for finals. Oh, whatever. Whatever. But, um, but anyway. I think with Davies in the act and Chetty Anderson, I just think they can get him in the midfield and then they can run. I don't want like Sydney defence as Honestly, much as I don't think North is that bad. I reckon if they buy players... In specific areas, in the right the right players, I think they can improve really quickly around what they've well, got. We're talking about the midfield, William. I think it's it's a bit when Cunnington's playing. I'll probably pay more credit to that, but I think Cunnington's a huge loss because his contested ability in the midfield yeah. is. I think it's helped separate that North Melbourne midfield 
No, I agree with that. But I think with David Junior, it could be replacing Cunnington, but it'd be I'll, a better I think it could be replacing it, but when, if you add Cunnington into that mix, it, I think it allows Uniac to be freed up. Because Cunnington's just a ball yeah, I, think, I don't think, I think anyone's Taren, got the strength. Yeah, I think uh, Taron Thomas can really push through there. I think Taron Thomas, uh, mark this one down, boys. He'll be an all Australian soon. He, he's going to be a proper star at the competition, Taron Thomas. Well, he's, been, he's been playing well. He's been playing good for He's been playing good all year. So I'm not sure if you're, if you're really outlandish there, William. He's no, he's been playing good, but I think he's going to break out even more. He'll go into the top echelon sort of a player. So oh, I think he's well, good. For, for the coin he's on, so. Is he on big coin, Taron Thomas? Yeah, or... yeah, he's on pretty big coin. I'm pretty sure it's like six, seven hundred thousand. Oh, fair enough. I just thought, I thought, um, how old is he? You've been saying they've been saying uh, Taron Thomas is going to be good for a long time. He's uh, king. He's on, he's on 21. How long have they been saying it for? A while, a few years. Well, they just think he's a good young player, really. 21. Yeah, he's been, he's been showing signs. I think this year he's really broke out this year. He's been showing. He always had good touch, and now he's actually getting more better feel for the game. Well, he's he's probably getting good hands. He's getting feeling out a bit. Well. I think this game will be really good to watch because both teams, even North, they try to use be a bit slick as well using the, using the short kicks, and Sydney play a kind of similar game plan. So I reckon this game will be good to watch unless – what I yeah, approach the side to lock it down. I think this oh. game is going to be really good free-flowing football. It could be. So what's our prediction? The first quarter will be close. That's about it. What's our prediction to this one, boys? Uh, Sydney. I think Swans I think by six goals. Oh, I'm going Sydney by ten. I think yeah, North win by a key here. Only after. Oh yeah, back to the Carlson game. Hopefully, uh, Sam Doherty's all right too. Poor Cam. Yeah, yeah I do. Pretty sad news about Sam Doherty. Um, yeah. That sucks. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad signs for him. Hopefully, he can. Yeah, football is the furthest thing from your mind when stuff like that's happening. So, hopefully, yep. he just gets his health right and he really cares about the game, to be honest. Yep. So, good player as well, anyway. So, yeah. Even this year, after two ACLs, he's uh, coming back. He's played really good football. So, yep. Um, um, the next game is Melbourne versus Adelaide at the MCG. Jaden Hunt goes out. Uh, injured for Melbourne. Uh, one of uh, Smith, Hibbard, Wiedemann, and Bedford will come in. For the Crows, out goes Riley O'Brien, injured, Brody Smith injured, and Will Hamill's injured. You'd expect Billy Frampton, Shane McAdam, and Lachlan Scholl to come back. Yeah, I can't see Adelaide putting up too much of a fight. I thought they put up a good effort in the showdown, and they're a young team who probably only has, you know, one of those efforts every two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I agree that same. I see Riley... O'Brien coming out is a big loss because I think he's one of their best best players. He's one of the best ruckmen in the game, O'Brien. It's pretty underrated. Yeah, exactly. especially going up against Gorn. Um, yeah, it's a big loss for him. Even like they got Jackson pushing through there too. They should just dominate around that ruck, you know, area. Yeah. The ground. Yeah. At midfielder's first chance, give all of them Petrarca. I think this one's going to get ugly. <laughs> yeah, I think it could as well get ugly, to be honest. Um, I think uh, Clayton Oliver could... Uh, He'll go a long way to winning the brown on a Sunday afternoon. I think he's just going to destroy him. Like, they haven't got no matchup for him unless they try and tag, but I can't see who they're going to try and tag with, really. Um, Petrarca, if you want him to get easy ball, he's just so good with it. He'll just destroy you, pick you apart. So. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think Melbourne are just – they'll destroy him here. They're much better than him. Ben Brown could be in for a bag. Saying that Adelaide have been finding a way into the games, you think they've got no chance in? 
Yeah, that is true. They've got a lot of underrated players. Like, I think Rory Laird's still underrated. I think Ben Keyes is underrated. I think they've got a lot of... Yeah, I agree. I think even I do that in the defense. And, uh, you know, I, thought, I think Paul Seaton's had a really good year for him. They've been better than yeah. I expected this year. I expected them to win the spoon. Uh, them and North to be fighting it out, which I, I guess Adelaide's they are in a sense. Adelaide has been a new. I, thought, I think Adelaide's much better than what was expected. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they are. Cratch, he's told them that he's not going to be there next year. Yeah, I heard that one. I hope we can make a play for that. I don't know if we will have heard anything about it, but we missed on Chera, evidently, so I hope uh, he's the, the exact type yeah. which we need. I think so. the news was St Kilda, Collingwood and Carlton are making a play for him. Um, because oh, Chera, yeah, you missed on Chera. I just, I'm worried about Crouch. Like, so St Kilda's probably front runner, right, because, because they've got brother. his brother, the brother. But I just don't know if I want a player that's not played a game this year from a groin. Um, you look at Danaher and how much trouble he can cause you. Do you really want a player? He's been durable not, apart from that, though. He's yeah. not really quick in the first place, though. He's not an explosive, quick player. So, you know, you're going to buy this guy for groin injury. Is he, is he worth spending the money? I mean, yeah, he's only 26 and he's got a lot of good years ahead of him. It's a risk, though. I think it's a risk to give a big contract to a guy that's been out for a year with a groin. Oh, you were I saying think... you need another clearance winner, and that's exactly what Matt Crouch is. So. Oh, yeah, I know. But if you sign Crouch, you, you surely have a clause in your contract, a trigger clause. Yeah. You were saying the other podcast that you, they need another clearance midfielder. So if you can get Crouch fit, he can be that clearance player. Yeah, he's saying that. There was already too. so much overlap with Brad Crouch and Matt Crouch at Adelaide. I'm not sure yeah. you want to be bringing that overlap to St Kilda, especially, like I mentioned, the other midfielders that you already got working as the yeah. inside balls. Uh, we've done uh, some, uh, he's out. I heard from a uh, pretty reliable source this one that uh, he's, he's gone. He won't go to St Kilda next year. Oh, well, I think Crouch will be an immediate replacement for Dunstan. Yeah, but I'm debatable on that for Dunstan because he's best friends with Jack Steele and roommates with him. Yeah, I just heard that uh, Dunstan, that they've lowballed him because they're trying to get out of the bikes and then Dunstan's going to walk. Well, he, he can yeah, still be best not. friends. He can still hang out. Just go to another <laughs> Melbourne club, really. It's yeah. Not yeah. Really. But well, then he's probably going to end up at Richmond then. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the obvious one. But whether uh, we can, we're being linked every into our midfield at home to them, so I don't know whether whatever. Well, that's the sort of play you guys are kind of looking for, isn't it? Well, he's a really good in, uh, clearance when I he's averaged six clearance for the game, and uh, yeah, that is what we're looking for. Oh, well, St. Kilda get what they deserve. I've been saying for a long time, everyone laughed at me when I said Dunstan should be playing. Um, well, that's Adelaide. They delisted Talia. So he's been said he's leaving. So do you think he'll get another club? Uh, yeah, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Well, oh, didn't, they have, didn't they have history with. Uh, yeah, Talia. Talia, that, 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 yeah. that uh, tampering. Yeah. Yeah, it won't matter. I don't have to get a now. Well, Talia could come to St. Kilda because we need a defender. Yeah, oh. so. St. Kilda's Yeah, I think he'll get another club. But, but I yeah. think it's dependent on whether he actually can play or not. That's the question regarding Talia. Will he pass yeah. the team's medical? Um. Anyway, what's our prediction for this one? Yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne, 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 Melbourne by 11 goals. Petrarca could kick a few in this game. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. So we'll go to the next game. So Gold Coast and Essendon. Uh, well, uh, out goes Brandon Ellis. He's a big out, Brandon Ellis. Uh, I think Will Brody replaces him, maybe. Uh, out, Anthony McDonald, Tip Woody, has been uh, managed according to the Bombers. You'd expect well, Andrew McGrath and You'd expect McGrath to come in, and you'd expect Heppel to come back in too. They're two big ins for the Bombers. Yeah, yep. I think they're, they're lovely two big ins. I think Heppel's had a wonderful season, and McGrath's a good player, so... Uh, they got some good ins, Bombers. They probably should have a better team than last week. Tip and Woody managed. Probably he's due for it. He hasn't been looking like he's got the same energy that you expect from him. Don't trust yeah. the Bombers. They're going to choke one of the next two. Collingwood might be their downfall. I think Collingwood's... If anyone's going to beat them, Collingwood can. Yeah. And then you say Young Huh? And you say Tip and Gold Coast in this game? Yeah, I'm, I just don't trust Collingwood. I don't trust Essendon. I just don't trust them. I think on our on, on reasonable form of band, how they both going, how they both shaping up, you just have to tip Essendon, I mean. I mean, you say that. Yeah, I'm saying because it's true. You know, gonna put, like you said, you're going to, in the group chat, you're going to put, put 100 bucks on them, you're so certain. He's moved to Geelong. Um, Essendon, they didn't play too well in Geelong when they played Geelong, so. Yeah, yeah that's sure. true. Oh, by the way, that's ridiculous. I didn't get to play at uh, Marvel. Yeah, I, like I, it. I thought this game was going to be played at Marvel, but I guess Gold Whose home game is it? Gold, Gold Coast. Coast. Love to see Essendon get done by Gold Coast, mate. My day. It's really strange how, how that these two teams can't get in to go play football in Gold Coast, yet Brisbane's hosting Collingwood at the Gabba. Yeah, I know. It's just it, nothing makes sense in this world. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I just find that that's just I just don't get what's going I, on here. That. My, in this game, I just question who's gonna uh, how the Gold Coast picking a winning score. Come on, is the big one. Ben King, he needs to really get a hold of someone for them. Yeah, that's the only opportunity. Like Sexton, Ainsworth, Corbett, Jeffrey. I think the way the Essendon defence is holding up with uh, Ridley and Roberto down there, even Heppel coming back in. I just Redmond running away with it. Cutler's been okay, and they kind of half back. I just can't see them kicking a winning score in this game, and I think. Essendon will probably push Stringer forward if McGrath plays. And I think Stringer can really get a hold of whichever matchup they get to him. Like Collins and Ballard are going to both have to play in right and Francis in this game. And that'll probably leave, well, I don't know, maybe Jack Burrows or Will Powell or someone to play on uh, Stringer. And if Stringer's on play, he could easily keep five or six, I think. Stringer, I don't know. Stringer is a third, third tall option. Is that his? Best position, like I, I still think he's more useful as as that explosive midfielder who gets forward from. But like, I wouldn't be trying to put him as my new small forward. I think the, I guess they could do that, but another dangerous option down there. But I don't think it suits him because I think he prefers being around the ball and leaks forward that way. Yeah, I agree, but I just think he's for this game and for their season and stuff like that. He can push forward just here. I think. But uh, anyway, what's our prediction for this game? Yeah, Gold Coast. I think uh, Bombers by three goals. I think Gold Coast might come ready to play. Uh, I think Essendon will win by uh, six goals. Gold Coast by six points. Uh, We'll go to the next game, the last game of the round. This is is an interesting one. I I don't know. 
West Coast. West Coast, West Coast. Uh, West Coast. Ben, <laughs> Freeman is um, Bailey Banfield and Blake Akers with the Zoom outdoors. Andrew Brayshaw suspended and Nathan Wilson's injured. Out for West Coast, Garahan and West. In comes most likely Wood Chewy and Liam Ryan. So two big ins for the Eagles, two big outs for the Dockers. The West Coast is, is Eagles have just got to win one more game. Can they do There's it? There's a ball coming in as well. So I think I think for this one, I'm tipping West Coast. I think the form they showed in that last quarter against Melbourne, although it was only one quarter, I reckon they're showing a little bit more fight than the Dockers. They showed so passages West all night. West Coast showed I think passages all I, night. I think they showed a bit more passages. Can they just pick up their intensity? Because that's where they lose. And Brayshaw coming out of that midfield for Dockers is a huge out. Well, I thought that's where Fremantle could get him, and out of Fraser was out, there probably goes that. So, and Chewy comes in for the Eagles, which really strengthens their midfield. So, I, I think this game will be uh, it'll be an easy West Coast victory. I think they'll win by forty points. Or so, Eagles, I yeah. I can't see a way Fremantle beat them, and West yeah. West Coast will show up and play one of their Collingwood or Geelong games, and anyone will beat. Them. Yeah, but they can't play. I'm not sure what the weather is over in Western Australia. Um, if it's wet, I'm going a close game. Yeah, if it's dry, West Coast will smack them. Yeah, I think William Ryan too. I just yeah, they they won't be. William able to Ryan coming in, and I think Yoru the form that he was showing. I think he's just going to bully that uh, free man on midfield. I guess Bundy's the only big body they have left in there. Sarong's not too big. Chero's not too big. Tucker, Collier, these guys run through there. They're all kind of small. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Who knows? You can't, so but you, then again, you can't trust West Coast. I wouldn't no, say West Coast. You can't trust them, but I think from everything everything being equal, West Coast bring their right effort towards this game. I think they got them covered in every position. Yeah, Defence, yeah, midfield and forward. Yeah, I think West Coast, they bring the right mindset. They they can beat a team. Uh, Tom Barras is in the Eagles too, sorry. So that's big in as well. Look, uh, yeah, that's what I said. Barras is in, in the back line. So that's what I'm saying. Kelly has to start. Yeah, they do. I think I with Yoru back in, I think if Yoru starts lifting more of the heavy work, I think you can see Kelly get full start playing better. Shuey's yeah. like ball Shuey came field. back originally. Shuey came back originally and it didn't make a difference. But they need Kelly to start dominating and hitting the scoreboard if they're going yeah, to be anywhere. Yoru's that bull. Yoru's yeah. that bull that would be stand up in the tackle, get the ball out. Provide a bit of intensity at the contest, power. I think he's he's the factor. I've really rate Yo as a player, and if he if he starts playing better and brings the form that he showed before his uh pubiitis injury, I think uh it'll help all those other, especially Tim Kelly, because it'll allow him to get uh link up handballs, allow him to leap forward. He's another that I heard could be out the door at season's end. Who? Yo. Well, where's he gonna go? Uh, he's the one that I heard, uh, now that we've missed on Chera, uh, he's the one that I heard that we've set our targets for the most outside of everyone else. So, be interesting to see what happens with that one. But, um, yeah, so, predictions for this one? Uh, West Coast. West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. Eight goals. Eight goals. Yep. Who's your tip? Um, who's the playing game can get dropped. Who's your certainties of the round? Tip of the round. Oh, certainly the round. Life on the line. You have to pick a certainty. I certainly would be Port Adelaide. I'm going with the dogs. My certainty would be Melbourne. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, probably Melbourne. Actually. Yeah, Mel- I'll know Melbourne too. I'll change it out into right Melbourne. Um, anyway, so that wraps up the round. We're going to start a segment called the Combined 22s that we're going to be doing over the next uh, few weeks. And um, so first, the first three teams we're going to do are three teams of support. This, there's going to be some heated discussion, I'm sure. This one has already been some heated discussion today in the group chat. Uh, and uh, so we're, going to, we're going to start it on the full-back line. And uh, so um, we'll lead you off. Have you had a combined... We've got to tell the supporters what team we're combining. Yeah, yeah, St. Kilda, Richmond, and Geelong. St. Kilda, Richmond, Geelong is. St. Kilda, Richmond, Geelong. Here we go. This should be a good one. And we'll put the parameters of what this team is. This is injuries, like we're taking away injuries. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to keep it in the frame that, say, we're picking this team to actually play a game. Uh, like next week, or if we're having like a, you know a state of origin where we have like six team competition, like picking it as a real team to play a game of football. Yep. So basically, we're basing it off this year's form, no? This year, a bit of track record. Who would you pick? Say, if we had a state of origin, win, would you just pick on only this year's form, or would you pick someone who's got the runs in the bank? Okay, we're going on that. Okay, then. Okay, yeah, fair enough. A lot of this year's form is is important. You're not going to pick someone who's who's playing being a dud this year. Yeah. But if they have if they haven't been too good, but they've got like the record to back it up, like danger field, then you might say, Oh yeah, he can get in. Yeah, okay then we'll start full back on Adam, who you got? Well I'm going I'm going Stuart. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. going I'm putting in Henderson as the fullback. I'm not yep. sure on Henderson, but kick it. Nah, I'm putting Boston as the other back pocket. Who? Boston. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, like I said, I think Ashbury, you'd be going on track record. No, but uh, I'm going on, on ability to play this weekend, William. And I don't, I don't think I've seen much from Ashbury this game. year. Has he been I bad? Think so you've got, so you've got... Anderson, Boston. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Bob is Stewart and Boston. And oh, Henderson's oh. fullback. You know, I don't know running. which Asprey is. Is Asprey really been that good this year? I don't. I no, don't. I think they've been. I think he's been. I think he's been, I think he's been a bit better. I think, I think over the last Stewart five years. Sim- aren't they like pretty much similar players? Four, four no, Asprey's a proper key defender. Asprey's proper fullback. Stewart's a third right. tall, fourth yeah. tall. Yeah. Interceptor. Right. Well, then who's a halfback flankers? Do you want me to do the I'm going huh? to put two runners in. Well, uh, yeah. All right, well, you got half back then. No, well, I'll put Jaden Short as one half back flank. Yep. And the other half back flank is, I don't know, it's up to you guys. Who do you who would you consider? Maybe Sinclair? Sinclair. Oof. I don't know. Yeah. Who would you yeah. put? Who, well, who is injured? We're basing it off. Hooley wouldn't get in anyway. Sinclair's had a way better year than Hooley. And track record. No, I think, oh, no, everyone's saying Hooley's done. When he's played this year, Hooley's been one of our best players still. Yeah, I think but he's not been fast or, like, explosive of half-back. Like, to me, Jack uh, Jack Sinclair's been really explosive of half-back, and he saves a lot of goals. He's underrated. I think he's been, he was explosive still, Hooley. Hooley's always explosive. He used not as explosive. explosive. You just... I think uh, we should have a wide... Of probably you'll Hudson. probably pick Hooley at, I don't know, on record you'll probably pick Hooley over, but is, oh, considering it's Hooley's last year, 
What do you what do you get into the team? If you was representing football, what would you think? Where's that toy, by the way? Is he not half back? Yeah, two is better than Sinclair. I mean, jeez. I think Sinclair's had a better year. Two is out of my first place. Oh, two is better. Two is excellent this season. He, he could be easily oh, yeah. against all Australians on top back to it. Well, all I'm saying is watch him. He hasn't played... What I'm saying is watch him and he votes Sinclair. He hasn't played traditional as a half back for me. For me, he hasn't been like that much of a half. He's played a lot of wing more up the ground. Uh, so we'll put Sinclair half back, uh, short the other half back. Who's sent half back? You, you couldn't, you couldn't say. Grimes. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, Grimes. Yeah, thought Grimes you were going to not have Grimes. You can't not have Grimes in. Yeah, I think that's a good backline for me. Henderson's been a bit better than Asprey and Dougal Howard this I think year. It one key defender. So we. But in that defense, though, you'd have to play Grimes as a key defender. No? I, I was saying he's a defender. But then I think I think having Stewart is able to intercept and Watson's able to intercept as well. I, uh, think, I, think, yeah, I think that yeah, them two are very good at doing that. I, I was and saying he's a Grimes and Henderson Dug- just have to take their man. Dougal Howard then, isn't a full back. He's a second defender. And if Dougal Howard actually got to play second defender, he'd be such a dominant second defender because he can run off half back and kick goals and stuff. Um, well, uh, we'll, yeah, go, we'll not... go on to the midfield. No, I no, no, I'm not. Pick... I'm just saying for fun. Yeah. I, I, I think Dougal Howard has got potential to improve. He's still kind of young, Dougal Howard. I think yeah, for me, small. the winger would have to be Isaac Smith for mine. I think he's been one of the best wingers in the Zach league Smith this year. And Zach. I've got Isaac Smith and Zach Jones. No, I don't have Zach Jones in there. Who's better than Zach Jones on the wing? Tui. Tui's not better than Zach Jones in the wing. There's no fucking way. Tui's not, not zippy enough to play wing. Tui, no, he's got zip. Yeah, he's, got, he's fast, Zach Tui. There's no cool. way. He's nowhere near as zippy in the contest as, as, as Zach yeah, well, Jones. Out, out of all three teams, Zach Jones breaks lines the most. Out of all and particularly them. if we're picking for for real, I think Tui's ability to go back and sweep up is kind of useful as well. Oh, I yeah, I've already got too. runners. I've already got runners in the back line, short and Sinclair. There's no way you wouldn't put the Zippy's player out of all three teams, not in the team. And, and I think and Jones has been a bit. It's been a bit iffy, to be honest. Jones is he no, that I'd consistent yet? I'd put him in. I'd hundred percent. I'd hundred percent have him in. There's no way I wouldn't play. Well, it has to be <laughs> in both here. So I'm, I'm voting Zach Toy. I think it's, you're not. You can't have him not on the wing to say he's had Zach Toy. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I think a lot of people would disagree with that. No, I don't think many people would disagree with Tully Bain. Who's that? Who's the center? Who would you put as a center? Jack Steele. Well, Steel? Jack Steele. Yeah. Maybe Dusty if he was playing. To be honest. No, I think. Yeah. Are we so putting the injured guys in? Yeah. The well, you put Jack Steele is he's probably going to be the highest polling midfielder in the Brownlow, and he's the most contested player. You know, you're going to get yeah, on, on bowler. So half forward flank, I think this might be dominated. I think uh, if I'm picking half forward flank, I'm gonna put Bolton on one half forward flank, and possibly I might even consider putting Martin as a half forward flank, or he might be on the. Half but forward. Martin's injured, so he doesn't go in. No, we said we're not we're forgetting injuries, so he's in the team. Martin would be the center, and I'd have Jack Still as Robo if we were playing. Yeah, well, well, you just go midfield there. We're going midfield now. Yeah, yeah they're midfield. It doesn't matter. It's just we're just naming, yeah. It's a team. It doesn't matter Martin, if center, Robo, whatever. The three midfielders for me would be Martin, Salwood, and. Well, are, they, are, do, are we meaning if they're all fit? And 
barring this season and track record. I'm we're saying not fit and firing. We're saying this season if they got fit, like say we we were playing this game in this say December or this weekend, but they were they got cleared by the doctor, so not fit and firing. You can't put on like you can't say oh we're going to come back from injury and they're going to reach their best. It's like what would you actually expect the player to come back and play like? Yeah, I'd expect my. Um, well, you put Dangerfield yeah. centre half as well. I mean, not centre half, half forward, Dangerfield. Who's centre half forward we're putting in this team? Real? Well, to be honest, uh, to be honest, yeah, I, I you could put Dangerfield, team. Dangerfield on the wing before Tui, but just saying. So yeah, I think Dang- Bolton, Cameron, and Sue's the other half forward. Dangerfield. Martin. Mate, you can put either of them half forward and then they'll just rotate through the midfield. Well, danger, we're not putting Dusty in because he's not going to be playing. No, but, mate, we're forgetting injuries. So I was in the team. No, fair enough. Are you actually saying in any way... Unless, we wanna, well, unless we're not going to let injured players play. But, I don't know, it t- kind of takes away from it. Yeah, it does. It takes away from it completely. It's stupid to not let injured players play. Yeah, uh, but do you actually think Dustin Martin's not a combined three of these 22 players? Even so, based off this year, even based off this year's one, you know. So, why the fuck is Dustin Martin in the forward line then? Well, you can play in England. You put Dusty in the middle and you put Jack. Yeah, we got, we're gonna have, we're gonna have Dangerfoot as the half forward, Bolton. Right, Who's so, the pockets? Uh, so, Cameron's in a half forward. Yeah. yeah. Rewalt was one of the pockets. I know, Rewalt, Hawkins, and. Higgins yeah, the small forward, you know, Jack Higgins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gee, we, I don't know about that one. Who? How, how, how many goals has he kicked this year, Higgins? I'm just going to have a quick look. I don't know. Was... He's been injured. I don't know. He's 24 goals. Yeah, he probably is. And how many games has he played? 17. He hasn't been injured much at all, mate. So what's his game? Average per game? 1.4 goals. Okay. And name for who's small small forwards? Who who would you rather put in? Dan Butler or Higgins? Higgins. Higgins kicks both feet. Have Butler's had a shit season? Butler's had a bad season. this game. Yeah, I don't think Higgins Higgins is Higgins gonna play as that pressure forward, considering yeah, we've already Higgins got Hawkins, and Haw- Cameron Rewalt and Hawkins. Cameron and Rewalt and Hawkins. They're very defensive forward. They can defend a lot for pressure on I think. But like we're not especially we're putting Dangerfield Martin rotating through that forward line, there's not gonna be much touches for these small forwards. They're just gonna be in there for pressure. Oh bullshit. Fucking Higgins is the best finisher out of all them small forwards. He kicks both. How, how much would he be targeted, Higgins? Best finisher? Okay. Okay. He didn't the bloke he one goal six this year? Yeah, one game. Did you not see him on the weekend, the goals that he kicked? I've I've seen Cameron do that. Yeah, I'm not sold he's the best finisher. Yeah, the game very woeful Higgins in front of goal. Yeah. Nah, Higgins but, will be a shoe. I think Higgins is in the team. I think yeah, probably. Higgins the team, yeah. Because well, if, if we're forward, not putting Brad Higgins Coyce... in, I'm putting Max King in because Max King's had a better end to the season than all the forwards put together. So if we're going off current, you'll, forwards, you'll be hard for Max King. Pick a, pick a representative. I don't think anyone would agree. I don't think anyone would agree this season or past seasons that Hawkins gets in over. Uh, that King gets in 
over any of Cameron Hawkins or Raywell. Not one person. If you're going off current form, if I was picking the team for Yeah, this but it's week, not current form. If you're if you're a Victorian selector and yeah, you Cameron, Raywell, I'm, going King. Exactly I'm going You're King. not picking King. King. No way. No, no, you're not. Are you taking the piss? Kings kicks five, five, four, and five, whatever it is, right? And he's playing as on on the number one defender. If you play, play him with another forward, Who's imagine Jeffrey the damage he's going to do. Imagine the damage Max King's going to do playing on a second defender. Well, he's <laughs> never going to play on a second defender. So that's well, cool. he obviously is going to play on the second defender if you got Hawkins or Rewald in there or Lynch. You guys are taking the piss. You guys have been a bit biased on old old people on old players that are becoming. I husbands. think the old players will get in ahead. They'll be trusted yeah, more represent, in representative year, football. They'll be trusted year, a lot more. Uh, you guys are taking the piss. Well, yeah, you know, wait. I'm not disagreeing. Next year, King's probably likely to be better than all of them. Bar Cam. So what's a few... it's potential, mate? You don't pick a team on potential. Yeah, I'm not picking on potential. I'm picking on the last two months. I'm picking the last two months. So what I'm saying is, if you're going to be picking Hawkins and in, in, if you're saying Hawkins and all that aren't going to be there next year in set, so when's the next year start? Four or five months. So you're telling me Max oh, King's wow. in the form now. You're not going to choose a play. In I'm the not form. going to say Max King's going to be better than Hawkins or Rewald next year until I see a significant drop off from Hawkins and Rewald. He already is. He already is in the last two months. I don't think he is. And he would have been all year if he kicked straight. Yeah, I don't think he kicks straight. Max King's not a better player. He's actually well, Oh, bullshit. Here. If Max King kicks straight, he kicks more goals than oh, Rewald. I can't take... I, I don't Hawkins. think anyone would agree with this. No, no one Max agrees. King is not there better than in the world. Uh, uh, how many behinds does Max King kick this year earlier on in the season? Uh, it doesn't matter. That's bad chicken, mate. Bad chicken that's bad. That's, we're not going to put someone who can't kick accurate into the team. That's at the start of the year, though. That's what I'm saying. And then... No, but you said this year he's been better than... You said this year he's been better. On, on teams that are going to be done. You teams said this done. year that he's been better, and then you make an excuse for him and say, oh, well, he kicked bad. Well, he kicked bad this year. No, no, year. I'm saying earlier in the year he kicked bad. Earlier yeah. in the year. Okay, well, I'm saying even at earlier, you're saying... You're, you're saying just saying that Hawkins form. looked like a tugboat. You were just saying Hawkins yeah, looked so in that one game. So you're telling me he'd go, oh, in that one game. Now in it's this, in that if, one if game. If you're picking you said, a team you said four Hawkins, stars like this, you said Hawkins would be the perfect player because he's unselfish, he gets others into the game, and he's great field kick. You just told me Hawkins has been looking slow. Same thing for Rewald as Hawkins. They're perfect for a superstar team. You just told me Hawkins has been looking slow, and you're going to tell me that he's going to go on the team first when he's been looking slow. And then Rewald has not even had a better two months than King either. He's had one game. Put this poll out. If there was a State of Origin team made this weekend, Oh, the only reason that poll's going to win Richmond supporters because there's 80,000 of them. I think if you just made that poll for neutrals, they would not be yeah. picking King ahead of Rewalt or Hawkins. Oh, no. You'd be surprised after he's man. He's the way he's dominated. Well, I wouldn't be surprised because no one would vote for him, so I wouldn't be shocked at all. You'd be the he, one. He, you, you just had you just I right, put this. Let's call a spade a spade here. Did you not put Harris Andrews in all Australian fullback? Yes or no? I don't put him in Answer fullback. the question. Answer the question. You guys had Harris Andrews in all Australian, didn't you? Yeah. Not what yeah. at the start of the year. No, it was two weeks ago. You listen back to the podcast. You had Harris Andrews. I think Harris Andrews probably could be as as a key and, defender. And, and Max but King King had a great year. Him. Max King manhandled him and kicked the bag on him. Jack Rewell kicked six on him. That's what I'm saying. You can't. No, I'm saying Jack Rewell. Yeah, yeah, Jack Rewell kicked six on him, but but Max King kicked another four the week next week and another five next week in a in a ten. Uh, do you think Richmond's going to be performing lately? 
yeah, and Jack Raywalt has Tom Winston helping him out. Jack Raywalt, Jack Raywalt has Tom Winston. Don't they think that? No, answer this question. The only thing I'll say, has got something above these players. Is he's taller, so he has like the more of the reach. But I think the way these teams are going to be built, you're not going to be bombing it in. I don't know if you've been watching this player, but Raywalt has had no problem with. Quinn should not be able to Raywalt in. What do you mean? You're telling me teams going to games not prepared for Lynch. Yeah, but St Kilda's just kicking the every opportunity. Uh, they kicked the Lynch and Rewalt every opportunity. Yeah, but that's two. That's only half uh, the delivery. So you're telling me if King didn't have a have a second big defender to help him out, he would. No, well, he won't be. He won't be prioritized as much. You have to play. You have to change his game. You have to play more so selfless. Much dribble. I've never heard so much dribble. He's not. I've never selfish. heard. I've never heard someone try to tell me that. King this year will be picked in a representative team ahead of Rewalt and Hawkins and Cameron. And, and That's just nonsense. It makes it, it makes uh, Blake loses credibility by this call. It's just nonsense. Dribble. Oh, I think he's been all right. I think King's been all right. I don't think he'd be hard for us. I hope he's not in. He probably will because we we got we don't. We... I hope he fucking gets a hold. Yeah, well, I hope Hawkins kicks eight. Uh, what if Hawkins kicks six? What are you gonna say then? So I'm hoping he's not playing with a boy. He kicks six against who? <laughs> <laughs> against who? At least Max King will be kicking five on on a oh, key defender. A, a Henderson idea. apparently the best uh, fullback. So when you yeah, uh, so when you play on Saint Kilda, you can kick goals for fun and it doesn't matter. But if you kick goals on anyone else, it matters. Uh, piss off, go away. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You're saying that's what? So that's you're telling me Oh, we we'll just move mean? on. So you're telling me? save this argument for the next line. Next midfield so, line. So you're, telling me, Hawkins, so you're telling me Hawkins? So you're telling me Hawkins? We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on to the no, next. I don't, I, I, are you talking smack? We'll, we'll, we'll I've never heard some shit disagree. man. Did you not say Henderson's a shoe in for this team? No, I just think who's so the better fullback? So this week, Max King's got a bigger task. Yeah, so this week, you're telling me Max King's got the bigger task than Geelong, than Hawkins, who's in the team that's supposedly the favourite and ha- on a team that's got no defenders in. And you're telling me that Max King's task Howard's isn't bigger this week. You're talking, smack. you're talking absolute dream. You're not right. Howard playing. Yeah, Howard should be in. You're just, telling me, Will, you're just telling me how good Will Howard's is for shutting team. down Franklin. So you should shut down Cameron this week. And how Tom, yeah, and how Tom Grimmel is going to be the defender in the season. I hope Tam Cameron tears his Are you telling him I'm more better than Henry? And and Wilkie's one of the best defenders to shut down uh, Buddy Franklin. I, I I'm not sure what you're talking about. I hope, I hope Cameron tears his hammy off the bone and ruins Geelong's season this week. That's uh, a ridiculous call like... in the too. Anyway, we're going to the next line. The next line, yep. All right, so we'll go uh, midfield. So finish off the midfield. Ruckman, Ruck Rover, and Rover. Yep. Who who would you say is the Ruckman? I think Probably it's either Nankervis or Nankervis or Ryder or Marshall. No, Nankervis is in that team. He, he's the best. Nankervis isn't better than Ryder at the moment. Ryder I think Nankervis should get in, and Marshall yeah, can get in the second round. I think Marshall and Ryder and Marshall are both better than Nankervis. Nah, they're not. They're neither are better. I like, I like Nankervis's aggression. Yeah, but I, I still think Ryder's more... Nankervis is a top three or four ruckman in the league. He's one of the most underrated players going around. The stuff he does for our team, the reason that Richmond haven't had to win clearances and have contested clearance space is because Nankervis wins a heap of clearances for a ruck. He hasn't done much this year. What do you mean he hasn't done much this year? Since he's come back in, we started winning more. 
So he was injured while losing. He comes back in the win. You haven't been winning more. You've won. Yeah, well, yeah, I've been beat North Melbourne. I think. <laughs> the the game Melbourne? you come back in, we got two sets. So you could reckon there's a chance of winning the Premiership. So, man, I don't know what you're talking about. You beat about. North Melbourne. You beat Brisbane. Oh, when so the, the game you come back in, he had eight clearances, and we beat Brisbane. Okay. And then Curves is a good in. I think, I think, but. The only thing I'll say is, if we have a midfield like this, you might take the hit-out dominance of, like, Paddy Ryder. You guys are sucking off your own teams. Oh, and you're, not? I, you're just too busy sucking off Max King. That's the what do you mean? I'm, I'm not sucking off anyone. Biggest, I, I have not forced anyone in. I have not forced anyone in. The only players I've... I've, I've well, who picked, do you want to take out? You want to take the out only players, The only players I've genuinely picked... I've only picked a handful of players. I've picked five players out of... Belong's right. a much better team Fox. than much better team than St Kilda. All right, and Richmond are much better too. Yeah. Richmond are not much better. You got no, Richmond's got goals, they got the runs on the board from yeah, being a Premiership team. Richmond have won Premiership. one game in the last two months against two games in, in the last two months. Yeah, but that's a team. Melbourne. We're picking a representative team. These players Richmond could turn are it on. Richmond St Kilda at the moment. Well, we are. We're above you, so we are better. That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're All right, we got and the midfield. We got Actually, as, last, as far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure if you look at the ladder of versus top eight, Richmond's down the bottom. But you know, you won uh, one more game against the top eight team. <laughs> now, so I'm pretty more. sure St Kilda have won four and Richmond's won like two against the top. You won eight. three. You won one more game. This. Congratulations. Actually, I think, well, let me have a look at the photos. Actually. Oh, here we go. Top. He wanted to bring his top eight uh, versus for a while. Anyway, we'll finish finish off with... Yeah, we'll make yeah, go for it. Finish off of the interchange. Uh, Richmond's against. Uh, I'm like, you guys are full of shit, but keep going. I think we could put Guffrey in on the interchange. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Fair enough. I think Shane Edwards is on the bench in this day. Zach Jones is in before Edwards, but whatever. I'll oh, put Jones on the bench for speed and probably pick a defender. So, which extra defender do you want to put in? No. Probably you know, Norwich put an extra defender. You've got so many big defenders already. What playing. about what about a no? But you put in an extra runner, considering you've a lot of well, how many? Most teams play multiple defenders anyway. But they never play an extra defender on the bench. Oh uh, no! Well, Geelong plays about nine defenders in their team. Yeah, but they're like midfield defenders. Yeah, well, I, I guess think who would you want to? I put Bradley close spot? on the bench. I put Bradley who's, close. Something could get in this team. Money oh, was yeah, Duncan. Yeah, all right, Duncan. Yeah, Mitch Duncan. Yeah, Mitch Duncan. I think Duncan's better than Jones. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you're going to go an extra, an extra, another slow. You've already got Jack Steele and Martin. Both Mitch Duncan quick. Quiet, to be honest. Though. You need someone quick in there. Yeah, I think Martin Jack Smith. Fast. Who? Isaac Smith is not that fast, mate. I don't know what the fuck uh, you're watching. Oh, my God. He's, he's not got, faster he's, than Jones. You're telling me he's... Oh, no, what? but you don't need just pure speed. You got that coming from... He does not get... He does not break lines better than Zach Jones. I don't know what oh. the fuck you cunts watch. I don't know if you guys watch football and you guys just watch as, like, oh, we're the best team. No, but I, I think player. you're overrating the ability to break lines when you've already got... Smith can break a line. He doesn't break you got, lines. you got Dangerfield... He can break lines. Are you saying Isaac Smith doesn't break lines? He doesn't create overlap like Jones does. I'll walk on to that. You got Bolton in that team who breaks lines and he's picking uh, that. All right, whatever. Whatever you guys say. I'm going to get in. <laughs> Jones on the bench. I think that's your pick. But who's the last one? You're always going to say the same thing. Uh, yeah, he runs like a headless. So is Richmond a dun, mate? Zach Jones runs like a headless. Chook sometimes. Um, I think 
I think if we put Duncan, if we're putting Duncan in, I think goals. Duncan put it puts it on way. the wing ahead of Tui. If we're picking Duncan in this team, yeah, good <laughs> baseball take goals. Um, Someone checked the last. I would put Tui under the bench as the extra defender. So that's the team. We'll see how this team goes against next week. We'll do three other teams. We'll pick them. We'll go for it. We'll go for it later. We have to pick similar teams too. Like we have to do, um, like we have to pick like two fringe A teams and then a top team since we started off with Geelong. We might go like with Melbourne, a fringe team, and like North Melbourne. And then we'll go second on the ladder. Western Bulldogs will pick another fringe team. Next week, what do you reckon we go to Melbourne? Fremantle and North Melbourne. Yeah, North Melbourne. Or, Ad- or Adelaide. Or yeah, North Collingwood. Fourth, maybe. Yeah, that works. Um, quickly, a fan question in from our mate, uh, Jack Borgart. He wanted to ask something to the uh, to the boys here. He wants to ask whether we think that kicking is now overrated in the modern game because if you master the art of forward handball, you're basically out of premiership. I think he has. I think, I think the, he. The, I want to read you guys. I want to read you guys some stats actually, because this isn't done. This is I've got to show you. No, you're just making a drag out here. Well, what stats are you talking about? <laughs> all right, all right. So, I've, okay, let, let's 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 look at this. All right. Yeah, go on. Go on, I'll we'll give it, we'll give it, we'll listen. We can't, no, yeah, we can't hear him because he's decided to look at the stats again. Contested yeah, possession, 8.9, Zach Jones. Contested possession, Zach Tui, 5.4. He's all playing on the wing, mate. Jones, 4.3, average tackles for Zach Tui. Average, average tackles for Zach Tui, 1.3. Yeah, both know what a wing, that's man. my concern. For my concern, Tui, as is, he doesn't tackle, so that's my only question. When he got Dangerfield, Guthrie, Selwood, and um, Steele in the team, oh, and Martin, who nah. cares who tackles? They're going to tackle enough, aren't they? Gee. Yeah, it's three. Especially Steele. He's number one tackler in the comp. All right, Steele. He talks about how tackling is the most important stat ever. Well, Steele is the best tackler. He weighs all the tackles. Selwood tackles as well. You guys are weighing over your head. Jones in the team. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Jones is in the team. I don't, think, I don't think Tui makes this team, personally, but whatever. No, yeah. I think he underrated Tui. Got, Tui got replaced by Duncan on the wing, so he still got the extra spot on the bench. All the same. I reckon the whole back line's the same, but, but Stuart. No. What, you're taking In that back Stuart line, you'll struggle to kick that goal. Goals against this back line. Yeah. Why is Tom Especially Stuart up? What drugs are you smoking? <laughs> you guys are this... Like, you guys saying Tui's had a bigger year than... Zach Jones, like, if you are playing him on the wing, you'd play did two. You not, no, hey, we'll just go back. Did you just say that Stuart shouldn't be in that back six? No, I didn't say that. And you, did he just say that? Everyone, you said everyone's the same. He, I think you said everyone's the same bar Stuart. Oh, I'm not sure. I think that's wrong, too, because we got Grimes, is a, quick, not the same. Grimes yeah. is a quick defender. Henderson's playing as the fullback, so he just plays on the gorillas. Boston as the interceptor. Stewart is pretty similar to Boston. And you got Short as that rebounding defender, and Sinclair is a small defender. I'm not sure Short's where you're so gonna great. I don't know. I think Short's not yeah, is not that great either. I think Short in this team would just be asked to rebound the ball and yeah. precision kicking. That's what he's yeah. yeah, got. This yeah, team's yeah, got a this team's going, got a lead. You're going on form. You're going on form. What's his his year's been average? 
Nah, he's had a good year, sure. He probably went out oh. best. Of no. I think Short's had, I think Short's been he does his role. I'm, I think he has. Dusty's probably going to win your best and fairest of half a season. <laughs> well, he won't. Short's averaging twenty four disposals a game. Uh, fourth in total kicks. Nineteenth in total effective disposals in the season. Four hundred eighty four. Seventh in meters gained. Fourth in rebound fifties per game. Yeah, he's in the team. Short as a halfback. He's been one of the halfback best halfbacks this season. I think his foot skill is just uh, taking. That's what he's going to be asking. If you're picking a team for real, you're asking. You're not asking short to defend too much. You're asking to rebound in this team. Yeah. Be asked to play on their small forwards along with Stewart and Boston. But uh, anyway, we'll go back to the uh, question. I think it's an interesting question that Jack asked. Um, I think in the modern game, kicking kicking is so important. Smith and Zach Jones has Isaac Smith covered in every stat. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, if you think Jones has been better than Isaac Smith this year, I question what football you're watching. You don't watch the long games. Zach Jones is better than Isaac Smith, but whatever you say. This is where stats lie. Yeah, I agree. Um, We'll we'll move on. Uh, I think Jack poses an important question. And I think kicking is still important in the modern game because obviously when you can't keep going inside 450, you're not going to score. That's probably one of the biggest weaknesses I've seen with a lot of teams going forward. They're just, they're just they aren't able a, to hit targets. I think the importance is getting into the guy's hands that can kick. You can have a team for blokes who aren't that great kicks, but you need if you are like that, then you need to have a game plan where you get it into the hands of the guys who can kick. And that's what Richmond have done well in previous years, but this year I haven't done enough of. Like inside forward fifty about Macintosh kicking it in and guys like that instead of like your Jack Graham's, Dustin Martins and Jaden Shorts and Basher Hawley's. Yes. And I think that's an important part of like if you're gonna have a team, well, like Richmond is a team. We are not like a weight with disposal by foot. But we have still have players that have a weight disposal by foot and we give them the ball. I, I do agree. Foot handball, whether it's it's a weird idea, Ford handball for me, but it's not really forward air ball. It's when you there's the pressure, frontal pressure coming on you. It's your ability to stand up and move forward in the pack and not retreat because that just invites yeah, the pressure onto the next man. Yeah, because then I if think, you're doing forward air ball, like, you're going to set a man free eventually. Like yeah, you set a man free if you keep getting it forward on the link up because teams are going to bring that frontal pressure. What causes a lot of teams to cough it up is they retreat and they handball backwards and they move backwards and they don't clear it. That's because but everyone I'm, sets up spare play while on the ball. Yeah, feet, but if, you, if you're able to stand up in your tackle and take on the direct man in front of you, then that means you've created an overlap already in and the next man in handball. And yeah. then you surrender that guy behind the ball. You surrender the resource. Yeah. And you're running with it. He's, he's, he's passed it, yeah. yeah well, not, I don't it, think – I think once really. you get through the pack, the kicking is just as important as ever. So I don't think it's – That doesn't make sense because when you set up around a stoppage, you set up defensively. You're not going to set up offensively, are you? Yeah, if, if you're set up defensively – If you set up offensively and you turn it over, that's a goal straight away. If that's why teams set up, they set up defensively. So the reason they have, if they they go backwards and retreat is because when you set up defensively, it gives you you time to get the ball fed fed out the back and you have vision across the whole ground to spread your plays. That's kind of like the Geelong, that's similar to the Geelong gameplay. If if it was going to be so easy the other way around, every team would do it, but every team doesn't do that. So obviously it doesn't work. The best players who can do it. The only thing that does it is the dogs. And look at them. They get hurt against teams that can match them. 
No, but what you do though, I think why forward handball is so important. It's even if you lose the stoppage, like you said, you do set up defensively, but then once you win the ball back, then you have to run with forward handball. Everyone, you got to run in ways. On the players you have, it's not just about your strength yeah, in the contest. It's, it's, it's about the players. You got to have the players that have the ability. Yeah, to Yeah, that's over. what I was just about to say. If it's got to be Geelong. can't do that. They can't do that slow. game plan. No, we, we. That's why we have to leak out the back. We yeah. kick it, but. One of the biggest things when we played Richmond is our players' ability to stand up in the tackle and we were able, because they played a pressure game plan with that frontal pressure. When you stand up in the tackle, that means you can open up the game a lot more because you've taken out that extra man. Well, that's why the dogs, the dogs do it. They they play offensively and they have all the quick players to get on the front foot. I um, think our game plan was the best one, wasn't it? Really, for the last few years, our game plan has been the best. Yeah, it's yeah, the Richmond's game plan was... Is, uh, it's it's effective game plan because it, it takes you got to have the players commit the skills though. Like Blake said, you got to have the list. A lot of time teams are going to try to copy, but they don't have the list. Just like Geelong can't play that frenetic pressure because that players are old well, and slow. Richmond, we play Richmond that control are controlled game plan. Best at doing it. Richmond are the best at doing it because yeah. they set up defensively. They have the defensive players. They get the ball out yeah. the back. They have very the smart speed and the ball well. use. They have the speed and the ball use to be able to pin, pinpoint the kick and get the right overlap. Um, but that's because they have the cattle. You got to have the cattle to be able to do I it. I think you are. Yeah. Uh, my the question, my question was, is a game plan that evolves around kicking it and keeping it off the opposition doesn't work in finals. I just I'm questioning Geelong's ability. In I think waters. it's a bit different just chipping it around versus kicking players on the lead because that's when Geelong would be playing their best. And we've seen Hawthorne were able to execute that to perfection. You don't really play like Hawthorne used to. No, think. we don't. We play completely different. We play, we just try to, we play very similar to soccer. We chip the ball around on the outside and then we, we hold it up and then we force the teams to come from man the mark or, or release their zone and then we try to pick the holes after that. But then football is a multi, multi-dimensional sport. You don't do that every time. You also get a lot of goals from just winning the ball in the in a contest through big body mids and getting it out to the outside and kicking goals. I don't think this game plan is going to work against teams like Melbourne. Um, I just think in deep waters, like, I think Melbourne contestedly are going to be able to match it. And then are you going to chip and chip it around against Melbourne? Who's pressure yeah, that, really is pretty good. I, I just don't see Rich Geelong being these teams in deep well, waters. Geelong's idea was to put the marks. You can't tackle us once we mark the ball. That was their, that was their thinking behind it, to take away the Richmond's best strength. I'm not just saying this because I don't like Geelong. I'm just saying genuinely, I just don't think they're gonna have the legs to go into the deep waters with like these teams. Like, yeah, I'm not in favour for the premiership. Like, I think they will win the flag this I year. Think, I think it'll be for other one. factors as well. I think um, it'll be it'll be also other factors like we don't have a, a real real star small forward. Um, we don't have we don't have, have good first, we don't have good crummers. I think Geelong will be um, Melbourne. Um, maybe not the dogs. I'll be. Well, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't think we don't, have, we don't have a dominant ruckman, so there's still plenty of holes in the Geelong team. What area do uh, the dogs get Geelong in? By the way, like Geelong were at their best as well. Which area? Midfield? I don't think I don't think that Geelong the Geelong don't really beat position bar defence. You don't think that? Wait, you don't think Geelong has a better forward line than than the dogs? Look, the look the dogs have a weak defence. But you can't say that, you know, I just think 
Defensively, this is where you're going to get the dogs now. Because Bruce has gone down and your defense is so strong, that's probably where you're going to get the dogs and hurt them the most. Because they're really strong. Which defenders do the Bulldogs have that are going to match up on Cameron and Hawkins? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But I don't know. Look, I just think come finals time, I think when it comes to running a game out, I think running a game out in home and away versus running a game out in the final, big difference. I do agree. I think when look what happened when the pressure... in the grand final. Look what happened in the grand final. Yeah, nah, were you, were you we, forty we, points we, up? Were you not forty points up? No, nah, it was like twenty five. Twenty five points up, and you got run down in the sixteen minute quarters, mate. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I think it was. You could also say there's a lot of psychological stuff that went into that as well. I don't. I think you got outrun. I don't know. Look, uh, you're a chance, but I just don't think Geelong they're gonna have the legs for finals. All right, we're going to uh, we'll have to wrap it up there, boys. So, wrap it up. Uh, we'll, be back, we'll be back on Sunday to uh, uh, review the round. Uh, hopefully, it's a great weekend of footy. Hopefully, if you're having a bet on the footy, you're back a few winners. And hopefully, you just sit down and uh, hopefully it gives you some distractions during the lockdown. Yep. Uh, cool. <laughs> See you later, boys. <laughs>